previously on Reality Roundup. And part of it is his little um, devilish smile. Sure, he's got... You know, he's got that... um, But he doesn't have to do anything. That little wild look about him. He just shows up. Yeah. The dimple in his cheek, the blue eyes, the flowing hair, the muscles. I mean, he's just got it all. I could just see him... He could be a kept man somewhere. (laughs) Yes, I believe so. I'm Steve. And I'm Kelly. And this is Coupled with Chaos. Welcome to Plathville Season 5, Episode 7, Romeo, Romeo. I think the... I don't know if this is the mid-season preview or whatever we got, but the rest of the episode or the rest of the season preview was quite um, a shocking thing. Yes, it was. But not necessarily a surprise. But when you saw a little bit of how the two of them are with each other, you know, sometimes you see real stuff. Yeah. And so that conversation with them on the bed and the donut thing, I was, um, you know, I think maybe a bit Mm eye-opening. Of how they end up in these gridlocks of conversation. Where they're just in circles. Right. And it for me, it was that Ethan was a bit snippy. And yeah, he was. You realize this is how I am. And, you know, I'm not budging from this. I'm not moving. I'm a stubborn individual. Well, she does, I guess, kind of demand a lot of adjustments for her own issues. She is. So maybe he's at a point where he's like, look, I got issues, too. And I don't always just have to bend and cater to your needs. Maybe he seemed a little like he was digging his heels in. If I had to guess as who catered to who more, I mean, if you were keeping score, we say scorekeeping is a really bad idea. Yes, it is. But on the outside, we're allowed to keep score. Yeah. So if we're keeping score for them, who would you say caves more for the other that, that we know about? I think he's done a lot in, with regards to his family. He's kind of alienated from everyone but her in his life. And that's got to be hard because relationships, forming relationships mm, is so difficult for, for him. So for him to be now completely isolated and only have her and maybe now a touch of his grandparents, that's a tough place for him to be in. So if, if she's still in there complaining and asking for accommodations when he's given up all of his soft places to land you can see if you look at it from that perspective why maybe he'd start to dig his heels in a little bit this move to minnesota Minnesota was supposed to i think be good for them and it seemed like it I mean, we're a few months into the future on that preview, so maybe we're talking more preview for anything. Maybe it's that, you know, he was out of his element before, so he was really struggling. Now she's out of her element, so she's really struggling. Because she did ask a lot of changes of him to accommodate living in Florida for a year. Because that went against everything in him. They did do that first. And now that it's her turn, if she's not giving it a fair shake, that that could be a problem. Right. She's saying the right thing. She's saying, I can do anything for a year. I could live in the cold for a year. You know, unless she's already setting up for what they're going to do next. Uh Uh-huh. That's the impression I got. 
Shocking for me was Lydia's response to all of this because it seemed like Lydia went, well, you know, Olivia can be a little difficult. Uh-huh. Maybe she was being a little dramatic here. Uh-huh. She did say she could see both sides of it because she knows Yeah, but that's not her something past of of accidents and the anxiety that brings. That's but, not something you normally see. Yeah, but she also sees that it was a bit much. A sibling would generally in in the reality TV world Lydia sides with Olivia 100% uh-huh. and Ethan's the bad guy. Right. That's not what we get here. Right. Which put them in an awkward spot. And I want to put where we are in real time in perspective, not only with this show, but kind of with other shows. This is Christmas, right? We're on Uh the Christmas season. Sister Wives is still behind this. Yeah. We're still not here yet. I mean, we're a year and a half behind on Sister Wives. Well, no, because they're past the holiday season. No, they're past the previous holiday season. No. Yes. Seriously? They're not this. I mean, it's not this May. They're not. crazy. Because if you're looking at when Janelle's birthday is, that's not, they're not that tight. They're not that close. We're that far behind. That's why you're seeing three-month gaps in the show. Mm. You move from Christmas to Valentine's Day to Janelle's birthday. And they still haven't caught up to this last Christmas yet. Wow, that's crazy. Because they're not at, I mean, I, I'm not trying to get into Sister Wives. We do cover that on subscription. But this tells you where we are. Mm-hmm. And they're that far ahead. I can tell you, I'm surprised Ethan isn't from the North, but he understands that as Northerners who grow up in the snow, um, snow means donuts. <laughs> this is what you do. Especially if Yeah, you, he looked very confident when he was doing the donuts. He, he must seemed have, to really almost do it with one hand and know exactly what he was doing. Well, it's so fun and real uh-huh. in a rear-wheel drive vehicle. Uh-huh. You know, especially with slicker tires. Uh-huh. It's really just, <clears throat> I don't know, it's kind of fun. I'm sure he grew <clears throat> up doing this and was completely comfortable. I'm with, assuming. With maintaining as much control as you could have in doing that. Yeah, I'm sure he's a very competent driver and, you know, taking vehicles to the edge. I'm I'm pretty sure yeah, as much as he's around cars. Yeah, and all the time he spent working on cars and driving cars when he was a kid. Mm. So, I mean, I feel pretty confident that he could handle himself but in that situation. The issue is, is once Olivia says, yeah. and you have to do this, right? Yeah. When somebody says, I don't feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. He And it's not like – because he was real snippy about this. Mm-hmm. He said, oh, well, I, you know, when you're going to do this, I want, you know, to not be in there. Mm-hmm. So he gets snippy and says, okay, I'll pull over. So 20 over. seconds before. Yeah, you I'll have pull to get over out. and say, you've got 20 seconds to get out. Mm-hmm. And th- that's it, right? Mm-hmm. That's the issue. Yeah. It's that little sentence right there that tells you. It's not right between them uh-huh. because that is an exaggeration and an extreme. And, and what are you going to do if she doesn't get out? You're still going to go ahead? Oh, well, I think 20, that's what he's saying. Your 20 seconds has passed. Yeah, I I'm think that's what he's saying. Now. I'm going to do this anyway, so I'll just give you a chance to get out when I feel the urge. 
it would just be maybe don't do donuts with me in the vehicle. And and the thought would be that you know that I'm here and out of respect for me. Uh-huh. You could just maybe Right. Wait. It makes me think there's more than just this. Or I kind of got the impression that maybe she'd gone on and on and on about this up to this side interview. I think some time had passed mm. because he made the comment that it really was such a big deal to you that you're still talking about it to this day. Mm. And that gave me the impression this had been, she'd brought this up Just a lot. one of those things. Yes. And so I think that's why he got snippy because it was like, really, are we going to rehash this like for the you thousandth time? Making me eat carrots <laughs> or vegetables. It's that kind of stuff uh-huh. that I think is bad. Yeah. So maybe we should talk about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a little bit of behind the curtain. I think yeah. if they had it to do over again, they wouldn't want this filmed. Yeah, it didn't look good. But neither did anything else that came after it. So no, it looks like it just went from bad to worse from this point on. She was, I don't want to talk about this. And then he kept going and, and she really said, I really don't want to talk about this. Mm -hmm. So it's tough. We're going to talk about Kim and Ken and Mariah and Barry and Isaac and Kim and all of that. Um, we're going to talk about all of that and more in the rest of this episode. So subscribe and you can hear the rest of it. You can also hear Sister Wives and personal podcast and inside scoops and all that stuff. If you don't know what that stuff is, just subscribe. $3.99. You can pop in for a month. You can pop out if you don't like it or you surely if you don't think we have enough content in it. We will get with our content creation committee and see (laughs) how they deal with that. Just let us know. Um, If you have any questions, you can email us at coupleofchaos at gmail.com. But realistically, we can't do anything else. (laughs) More is tough. We have no more hours. Yeah, it's a lot. We have to trade something out. Yeah, like I have to quit work. Yeah. There's that. Thank you for listening. You can listen to the rest of this episode by subscribing to our Coupled with Chaos channel on Apple, by subscribing to our Patreon, or by subscribing to our Supercast for $3.99 a month, where you can hear us talk about reality shows, real life, and more on our podcast, covering shows airing on TLC, A&E, Bravo, and the WE Network. Just follow the instructions in the show notes. Tell your friends about this podcast and rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. Follow us at Coupled with Chaos and all the socials. Or contact us directly by email at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. 